happening, everybody? Welcome to the Paranormies Present, the Nationalist Inquirer. I'm Johnny Monoxide, and tonight I am joined by the usual dogbot. What's up? Howdy, y'all. Reinhard von Krieger. Hello. What's that afternoon, everybody? And down in the dungeon, taking notes. Hopefully, no mess to clean up this week. Grognak, what's up? Hey, what's going on? Just making some fake tracks on Mars. Oh, God. Don't tell anyone. You too? You too, me too. You too, me too. Yeah, fake tracks. Oh, my goodness. Et tu? Et tu? Et tu, Elon? Okay. Enough of that. How's everybody doing, man? Uh, Welcome to Tuesday's live stream. It is the Pilled D-Live and Odyssey live stream. Today is July 26th. Holy shit. It's July 26th? Wow. All right. Dude, every it's, it's like freaking weird, man. Yeah, but you guys hear like the oh my god, it's already April. Oh my god, it's already June. You know, like that's like people can't believe. Okay, so remember we did that thing where we we talked for it a little bit for a little bit about how uh, people are younger looking now than they were, and how uh, like the cast of Cheers was like in their thirties, but they looked like they're in their fifties. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, it's because of seed oils. We look younger because of seed oils? Interesting. Because of the lack of seed oils, I think he's saying. Oh. Well, what I was going to say was I noticed in my truck and on my non-internet connected phone, I mean, on my non-internet connected clocks and stuff, um, they tend to run a little bit slow compared to the ones that are connected to the internet. So... Maybe there is something to that they're shaving time off of seconds thing. See, I that's one of those things like, you know, you know, when you experience something and you're like, man, I could have sworn I had a dream about this one time. Right. Um, I, I've thought about that before and just kind of waved it away. But it is true. Like you you'll sit there for a full minute and I've I've done it with an analog and my phone and the phone moves much quicker mm-hmm. it does move quicker i mean like in my truck i'm always having to adjust i'm like oh wow i have two i'm, I'm no wait my i'm two minutes slow so i have add two you know hold the button down two more minutes and it's like once a month or so that i have to do that now it's a digital clock in my truck digital so it's not like there's any mechanical um mechanism that would slow down Right, it's on a digital timer, which does sixty seconds, according to my truck's a two thousand eight, so it's a two thousand. It was built in two thousand seven, so the computer chip was probably built in like ninety nine, but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but can we? What? Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, but like over time, it loses seconds or minutes. So again, maybe there is something to that whole like speeding time up. I don't know. It's possible. Who knows? Yeah. Can- can we get somebody with like hyper, hyper, hyper weaponized autism to calculate maybe just from 1970 what it would be if they were shaving, you know, two seconds off of a minute? Um, a what, a month? Two and seconds just, a month or two seconds a week? Two seconds a day? I don't know. We'd have what to would figure it out. Um, maybe two seconds a Do you guys remember? The explanation, the explanation I've heard for this phenomenon is that people went through a lot more real stress at the time and uh, what used as proof was the 
uh, this veteran from World War One before he left for the theater in Europe mm-hmm. and when he came back. And you could see that it had added like 15 years to his face. Sure. And you just you extrapolate from that the amount of stress that they that uh, people in the 60s and 70s and 80s went through and, and put themselves through and that we're we're a lot more soft and coddled today and that's why we look softer and more coddly i mean well that's possible um the people in question were like the cast of cheers and none of them went to a war they were actors so i don't know what kind of stress they have like a little little, oh my god my adrenochrome dealer isn't here yet you know i mean i I don't know the amount of stress in the the 70s and 80s though yeah i mean you have the hyper materialism of the 80s yeah. If anything, I'd say that's when they start getting soft. Are giving me some serious deja vu in this conversation? Why? I think we've had this conversation this season. We did? No. Yeah, I swear. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know. I swear it. Well, we we're overdue for a time-based episode for sure. Oh sure, that's what true. Maybe maybe we should revisit Phantom Time, but not not just Fomenko stuff, but just kind of in general. Um, messing with time, timelines, everything about it. Well, I remember we had a someone in the comments or something at some point said that they had someone who had to hand wind a clock every year. And yeah. it's not the first time I've heard of people doing this and saying that it doesn't match the international digital time. It is off by like a few seconds every year, more and more and more. Right. That's and again, you know, but, but but the mechanically wound clock could be wrong because you know mechanics break down over time, uh, planned obsolescence, that kind of stuff. Who the hell knows? I don't know. Uh, so we're, we're not time traveling. No, we're, no, we're time traveling. No, we are not time traveling. All right. Hi, everybody in the chats. Uh, and I say chats plural because there are several. Um, we've got the Pilled chat, we've got the Odyssey chat, and the DLive chat. So, hello, everyone. All right. Um, let's see. Do we have? Do we have? Do you guys want me to read? Do you guys want me to read that letter that Vera von Braun wrote us? Did I do that last time? Yeah. Did you? Okay. It's in. It's on the other side of the room. I got to go get it. Somebody filibuster for thirty seconds. Filibuster. 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 That's not filibuster. exactly what a filibuster is, Dogbot. It's just. I'll be right back. Go ahead. Just. I could have done. I could have done that for twenty six more seconds. I know. You know what we're not going to do? We're not going to do that right now. I'll get it during the break, and I'll read it after the break. Because I have to. Filibuster. The filibuster's over. Oh, thank, okay. thank you. Appreciate it. Right. Much appreciate it. Mucho appreciado. So the, the legislation has passed. Yes, the legislation has passed. Um, you can. Oh, what did they pass this week? There was something that was passed. I, there was actual legislation that was like voted on, right? Wasn't it? Like, yes, because they're, they're all old. Right. But no, isn't there. Uh, aren't they trying to codify gay marriage now? Yeah. 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 They want that to be like a the, law. The congressional law of the land well that's just one more step towards sam hyde's uh, state enforced homosexuality once it's a law that gay marriage is allowed it's only a matter of time before gay marriage is mandatory 
you know, am I, I mean, somebody tell me I'm wrong. I mean, you know, you can't, I know, can't do it. Good Lord. <sighs> oh, well. The, yeah, so gays. Um, we have st- we have more stuff on gays for later. We'll save that for later, though. Uh, up first this evening, where is the article? Um, what did we say we were doing first? I forgot now. Oh, yes. Ha, I forgot. Ha, ha, ha. Yes, critical elements of leading Alzheimer's study, possibly fraudulent. Hmm. A paper published in 2006 has helped guide billions of dollars in U.S. federal research into the disease, which is likely not even real. Hmm. Mm. There's no treatment for Alzheimer's. There are drugs to treat the symptoms, but there's no drug to actually... uh, Treat the protein plaques. Holy shit. This is called the protein plaques associated with Alzheimer's. Do you know what they're called? If you can pronounce this, I mean, Akudanumab. It's like it's spelled backwards almost. Aducanumab. Aducanumab. It's spelled A D U C A N U M A B. That is the name of the protein. Aducanumab. I did. It's, Why don't I see this story in the. It's the you got to open it. It's from the Twitter. You got to open the article out of the Twitter. There's a tweet. Okay. And then open the article. Yeah. So, um, yes. Yeah, so, neuroscientist in Tennessee, Vanderbilt University professor Matthew Schrag said in a science.com article that he and other reviewers have identified as many as 10 papers on the protein that deserve deeper scrutiny. Um, they, the reports cited prominent researchers who have had difficulty replicating the results of studies on the specific proteins. Oh, what a surprise. Unreplicatable studies. Hmm. Does that sound a lot like modern science or does that sound like old tool science? Where like, sounds like the science is in, right? I mean, we're supposed to trust big pharma with everything. Right, I am. Sta- and you're I'm standing considered up right a conspiracy now. theorist if you uh, dispute that they are putting anything out but the highest of quality products for our consumption. Right. Well, you know, uh, the other day, I actually I think it was last evening. Um, Tucker played that clip from Tom Cruise with Matt Lauer where he was talking about uh, SSRIs and psychiatry and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and i I remember when i remember when that played at the time it was like the mid-aughts and everyone was like this guy's a total kook and everything like i had heard it all again for the first time you know maybe like 15 16 years Mm -hmm. and there wasn't a single thing he said that i disagreed with but at the time it was just everybody was blasting out their you know, this guy's a kook. He's a kook. Sure. You know, he's a Scientologist. So that, you know, that, uh, dis, you know, disregard everything he's, well, he's saying at I this mean, particular point in time. But, ev- and, and, and I would because Scientology's fucking retarded. But 
everything that he was saying in that interview with Matt Lauer about psychiatry was 100% dead on. Right. And, you know, 15 years later, everything that he said has been proven to be a fact. Right. Yeah. Amazing. I mean, and, and of course, it was crazy ass Tom Cruise telling people that again, you know, and like uh, people would remember him for his jumping up and down on Oprah and how much he loved Katie Holmes, you know. So, again, Alex Jones style bombasticism. It makes people right. think you're to 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 discount the the truth being just blurted right out there. Right. Well, it's, again, that's the whole point of like somebody like Alex Jones. He's bombastic on purpose because people here, you know, I don't want to live in a world where making you know human big guy mirrors up on the ISS. And one, you know, nobody wants to hear that. Like normal people are like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? And turn the channel. So that's how it works. So he like t- in the case, in the case. In the case of this Alzheimer's drug study, you know, the like the whistleblowers were saying I remember reading this article, the whistleblowers were saying that when they looked at the images, they were like, Whoa, what the hell? Right. You know, uh, um like here this quote says, I focus on what we can see in the published images and describe them as red flags, not final conclusions. The data should speak for itself. But right. But the thing is, who gets to who gets to analyze the data? Well, you know, uh, I mean, the FDA. I mean, sure. What's the FDA? Really trust them? The World Health Organization, that kind of stuff. Uh, You know, university, uh, university research groups, stuff like that. Um, But the the problem is is whether or not the images in these papers were manipulated to better support the hypothesis. Right. So, which I, I mean, you could totally see happening, and then you oh, can yeah. totally see anybody in a governmental agency uh, who would, you, you could see the wheels being greased. Yeah, you know, that wouldn't be surprising. You know, so and so in this department, it, you need his, you need his signature in order to get a go on this thing. Mm-hmm. Oh well, <laughs> that's easy. This, you know the. This guy makes uh, seventy five thousand dollars a year. Let's let's hook him up with this, this, and this. Right. Before you know it, you got the signature and it's pushed along. Yeah, absolutely. It's. Uh, I, I mean, mean, you've got because of this, you have re- uh, research scientists under examination and excuse me, under investigation from the universities that they that they work for. So, um, one of the most prominent. Alzheimer's researchers in the country is Dr. Karen Ash. Oh, boy. Um, she described the potential manipulation. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. This is, this is a good guy, not a bad guy. My bad. She described the potential manipulation of images as devastating, uh, but did criticize the idea that her research into the amyloid protein singularly guided federal and company drug spending, which is actually not true. Okay, so she is kind of, a, she's like doing the whole like, I'm pointing the finger so you don't look at me. Kind of a thing. Okay. Um, so the drug, the one drug, one drug sold under the name Ad- Aduhelm, Aduhelm, and developed by Biogen, um, was being considered for approval in 2021. Multiple FDA officials said there was not enough evidence to support approval, not enough evidence of its benefit. Nevertheless, the agency approved the drug, which Biogen priced at $56,000. The, the the next line here that three FDA officials quit. Can you imagine being that bureaucrat to die on that hill? 
Like most bureaucrats would not die on that hill. No, I mean they, they probably just three guys that retired. You know, uh, this prompted the resignation of three oh, FDA yeah, yeah. officials, they were, they, one of whom they said, were "Like boomers," and they were like sixty-eight yeah. years old and shit. Yeah, they're like, yeah, forget it. Uh, one of Older them said, that. "Come on, there was no good evidence that the drug works." Hmm. So more than six million Americans are diagnosed with Alzheimer's, according to the National Institute on Aging. Um, and then, did you know it was that high? Six million. Did you think it was that high? No, yeah. I, I thought it was more like two hundred and eighty-seven thousand. Oh, we're also, thinking of something else. Sorry. Also, hilarious number. Yeah, I was I was doing it, the thing. Um, so this is this is pretty nuts. I mean, between the United States and England, we have seven million people who suffer from dementia and Alzheimer's, and no way to fix it. And the drug research has some chicanery going on. What a fucking surprise! I mean, all right. All right. Is anybody here surprised that Alzheimer's? It's Alzheimer's itself is a manufactured um, Alzheimer's dementia are, are manufactured uh, conditions. Sure. So it makes perfect sense that whatever quote fixes, and you notice too. No, hold on um, a second. Right, in right. Explain how a lot of films in a lot. How they? How are they? That? How are these? And now, what evidence do we have that these things are artificial, like Alzheimer's and dementia? Well, and somebody. Somebody also pointed it out in the comments, but aluminum, uh, as part of chemtrails, has been uh, theorized for a very long time to go. be a cause. Um, also, of what? course, there's just chemical work period in the military mm -hmm. uh, during One the, of the period. Uh, things that the banks do with houses that are under a reverse mortgage is that there's a clause in there. Um, and the person who is living in the house is deemed uh, unfit as a caretaker, and they will basically take the house from the person if they have something like dementia. So, like, you know, the doctor probably isn't leaked with the banks, or the banks are probably, they, they probably have a lot more to do with your medical um information at that point if you have oh, a reverse sure. well, mortgage or something. Well, but I know Grugnack, this happens a lot. Well, Grugnack, you're you're missing a part of the clause there. The clause actually states that they, they actually just give it straight to BlackRock. Right. Well, yeah. that's usually one of the companies that gives us like, reverse mortgages. <laughs> yeah, BlackRock yes. is one <laughs> yes, of the biggest. Exactly. They can usually be like, well, you 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 know, you have dementia, so you're right. About the house now. Yeah. Well, well imagine being BlackRock and finding, you know, like Oh, man. Wow. Another scam from everybody's favorite Jew, Larry Fink. Man. I mean, can you can you imagine being one of these people put in like a nursing home to just like get beaten to death by a black nurse or or just crap some, yourself to death? Some black kid that and you don't beats even have you to death and you, he doesn't even get to stand trial because he's mentally incompetent. There's that. Mm. When like 150 years ago, you were put in a massive Tartarian grandiose project filled with history and technology that once you know thrived throughout the world, and you were put there instead to you know live out the rest of your days. Sure. No, now you get you know Bolshevik Art Deco architecture. Yeah. Well, you know that's what you deserve. Bolshev Bolshevik Golden Girls architecture. <laughs> now, speaking of the the 
the Tartarian Batwing Asylums. Um, I gotta say, I gotta say, uh, guy who sent me that email, uh, you were wrong, but try again. Nice try, buddy. Uh, we got, we got. So remember, we got the information. Ewar did the thing on the bricks. Remember that? It was an uh, interesting yeah. video. It was an interesting video, and it does, you know, it does make some of the buildings possible. Okay, some. Now you got to remember these. If you look at the dates, you got, you have to look at the dates. And you have to look at the narrative surrounding the dates. Okay, so the Salt Lake Brick Company that was opened in 1891. It could make 200,000 bricks a week. Okay, that's fine. But the Utah State Hospital began, it began, I love that. John Levi loves it too. It began in 1885, a full six years before the brick company even started. And also, don't forget that this was, what, 60, 80 miles south of Salt Lake City without right. any roads? Right. So, sorry, buddy. Or Seattle. Yeah, also. Look at Seattle. How also, they, they built all of those buildings in one year. Right. The time doesn't make any sense. The narrative doesn't make any sense. 20 buildings a day for a year? No. Dude, you can't. We can't get like 60 feet of walls built in a fucking the hospital right now that I'm working on, like in a day. You know, but but that's because of the decline in skills in a lower trust society than what existed back then. Sure, more, there but we are also more people have... who were there are more people who are self sufficient based on uh, their needs, and there is less of you... what we understand as industrial society. Okay, so basically we can't do it because blacks. Yeah, right, uh, that and, and that and like there's something really decrepit about the modern technology that we have that like completely has tr- sapped us of our ability to be self-sufficient what does being self-sufficient have to do with being able to build stuff rapidly um the gumption no, I, yeah the yeah, gumption but like bit. still I, I know but um doing the uh modern technology with modern tools tools are meant to you know cut down on time um make work easier that kind of stuff stuff's supposed to go faster with these tools i don't know and with with bureaucracy which definitely was in place in the 1880s 1860s you had bureaucracy you had red tape that you had to go uh, go oh, sure. through oh, in yeah. order to build buildings. You couldn't just stake a claim on a piece of land in 1885 and build on it I in mean, these areas. You probably could, but maybe not in the places we're talking about. No, no, not in not in these places. Not in the middle of Seattle or in the middle of Salt Lake City itself or Philadelphia. Um, see that. <laughs> That's the thing. Like I told you the other day, Johnny, if you are had come out and he, he explained why he's done a 180 on so many things that he talked about previously. Mm-hmm. And if he had come out with that video first, I think it was the Rome video. If he'd come out with that first and that explanation, it would have saved a whole lot of division and anger with a lot of people. Because right. even though I disagree with him, at least saying, hey, I've looked more into these things and I feel differently now about these topics, this, 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 and this. I'm going to do a video series on why. Now, but hold no, on. He put out like four videos. Hold on. Completely 180 without an explanation. Right. Well, first, he put out like 16 hours or 24 hours worth of content. 
you know, from the lost history of flat earth to what was it called? What happened? Or I forgot the first one. What on earth happened? What on earth happened? And then the lost history of flat earth. And those were both like total, like 16 hours combined or something. Right. And now he puts out, he's putting out these little 20 minute videos that debunk his whole 20 hour series. It's almost like it's being done on purpose. I think this whole thing. Right. I mean, I'm and telling you, I'm telling you, Ewar is an op. So the end. That's all I got to yeah. say about that. Yeah. I, I 100% believe that. And that's why, that's why he did it the way that they did it. Um, was not to be reasonable or anything, but to sow chaos and division. Mm-hmm. Um, like we were talking with our, our good friend, ASMST69. <laughs> Assmaster69. <laughs> Love that Our guy. good friend, uh, who totally doesn't run any channels. Um, you know, the, his his analysis of everything, you know, these two sides of, of truth and, like, nationalistic spirit... Uh, they have forced this massive wedge in between, and now they're forcing wedges in between each side to divide even more. Um, and I think you are is definitely part of that. Well, yeah. I think I, I I can kind of agree with that because he got so many people interested in certain topics because of the slick production of his presentation. Oh yeah, it was and very that slick. That was very that was that that that. You know, and it was it. I, w- I watched most of it, right? And I was like, the guy's voice is kind of getting on my nerves, but I can see how it would grow on some people. You know, and it's it, it is kind of, in a way, it was kind of like that movie trailer sort of voice, except it would be for the whole video. <laughs> right. You know? Very dramatic. Very yeah. eye, very, um, not eye catching, but <laughs> well, eye catching production, but eye catching pleasing the ear and ve- to well, listen to. I'm very I'm riveting. Put, I'm still a little put off by his by the 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 genesis of his 180, uh, stopping into a bookstore and finding one book. It wasn't yeah. even just like, a I, bookstore, I, I, Dogbot. It was the um, it was the gift shop at the cathedral that he went to in Liverpool. So. He that's went. Right. He went to the. He, he, you know, he went to the place. He looked at the brass plaque. He's like, well, yeah, "That's what it says on the brass plaque." And on his way out, he stopped at the gift store. And he's like, "Wow, this book corroborates what it says on the brass plaque. It must be true." You know. You know what I always say, right? They're like, "Look, man, with the Grand Canyon brass plaque here, it says this. They wouldn't put it on the plaque if it wasn't true." Yeah, it's like listening to our show and then asking for .gov approved sources. They, but people. Well, do. if the .gov. It, People do that, though. Mm-hmm. People do that. Yeah, they 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 do. Yeah, but that that's like reading of sources and saying, well, they wouldn't they wouldn't put it on a government website if it weren't true. It's ridiculous, right? Right. And that's why I still believe he's an op. But again, if he come out and at least even provided that reasonable of an explanation first, would have saved a whole, whole lot of chaos. Sure. Absolutely, man. But I think that's the whole but point. Then again, you know. Yeah. That is the point. All right. So Alzheimer's. <laughs> I forgot we were doing Alzheimer's. No, I didn't forget. My my problem is not Alzheimer's. My problem is that uh I have too much shit going on up in my head. <laughs> and I forget things. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, happens. You know. They make a drug for that. 
I don't think it works. But no, called, make a drawer it's for called, it. It's called pot. That'll drain your that'll drain all the thoughts in your head. Oh, I was I was thinking it was one that can either help clear your thoughts or make you want to kill yourself. <laughs> right, well, yeah, and don't forget they can implant thoughts in your head. Um I forgot what year it was. Well, all right. But there was a um Wait, you never seen those those big farmer commercials? Like it could it could help your asthma or it could make your asthma kill you. Oh, dude, all the no, big farmer commercials have that's that's the side effect of every pharmaceutical. Yeah, every pharmaceutical, exactly. the, the one of the side effects is the symptoms that it's trying to treat. I fucking hate the internet. Anyways. That's weird. Yeah. Isn't it weird? Like totally weird. Anyhow. All right. Um what was the last thing we were saying before all that happened? Speaking of forgetting things. I forgot I had Alzheimer's. No, it was damn it, it was something. I think we're 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 finishing off UR and yeah, Alzheimer's and all that. <sighs> there was something so else. The silver alert president doesn't have dementia. He's just a defective clone. Yes, right? that's his problem. Is he's just bitch Stewie falling apart. Okay. Yeah, I think there's something wrong with the electrical charges from the silica and all the sand that's filling that suit to the actual like CPU in his head. Possibly. Did you guys see the new one? Uh-huh. Just, did you see the new one where it's like, oh my god, you can't be talking about you can't be the pro January cop. 6th committee. Yeah, you can't be pro cop and pro insurrection. You can't be pro this and pro insurrection. You can't. He didn't blink one time. No, it was weird. It was like some. Even my Barbara, wife turned to me like that was like some Barbara Bush type shit. She used to do commercials when she was campaigning for George Senior, and like the commercial would be forty five seconds long, and she wouldn't blink the whole time. It's really weird. It was so odd. Yeah, my my mother, we're visiting my parents, and uh, my mother had that on TV, and I just wasn't paying attention. My wife got me to look at it, and she's like, honey, I believe you now. Mm. That's that's not a real person. Right. It's just not. Uh, it's it's not. There's no way that's a real person. Anyway. Yeah, it's unsettling. Ugh. Um, let's see. So, yes, he has done. No, over the past couple, like, okay, so a couple days ago, he he came out and said uh, something where he's like, he sounds like he sounded all like this, and he coughed a little bit <laughs> while he's giving his thing. And then today, he's like all normal and not sick at all. You know what I mean? Well, he got over his long COVID very fast. Right. But he's had two shots and two boosters. How is it possible for him to get COVID? Wasn't he the one that said you're not going to get COVID if you get vaccinated? Oh, yeah. And he said there was going to be a winter of death. Well, for, for all the for unvaccinated. all of us uh, yes. unvaccinated. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know any anybody that's not vaccinated that died. And then now we're just supposed to forget the whole cancer thing, too. Oh, that's right. Oh, He's got he cancer. He got, he got cancer in Delaware. But Delaware doesn't exist, so right. he doesn't really have cancer. There you go. Boom. Uh, I mean, I'm glad. Okay. Well, thank you, Dogbot, for clearing that up. Yeah. That's how it works, man. I'm not worried anymore. No. His well, Delawarean cancer is now in remission. We don't have to make another clone. Silver now, hold on. President. What was the reason? We, just ki- keep, we keep get using this one. Yeah, but what kind of cancer was it? It was like skin cancer, right? He had like a lesion or something? No, that's John McCain. He... Uh, uh, John McCain would get skin cancer from 
you know, all the awful, awful evil oozing out of his body. <laughs> no, what kind of cancer? I forgot what it was that they said that, that Brandon has. What is it? I don't think I don't think they ever announced actually. Mm-hmm. Um it was so the actual quote was, let's see. That's why I and so damn many other people I grew up with have cancer and blah blah blah. And they asked about it later. And let's see. Yeah, I don't I think the closest thing that they said was he's had non non cancerous melanomas mm. removed. Mm. Mm. Or non melanoma skin cancers removed, but that mm. was it. Like just think about we haven't gotten anything else. Keeps coming up like a new spell word. President Biden's moonshot may mean for cancer research. What? I've seen like five articles about it. Yeah, I'll send you something. Huh. It's weird. I don't know what moonshot is. Well, moonshot uh, is cancer researchers are welcoming but eagerly awaiting more details on vice. This is a while ago. Vice President Joe Biden's newly announced plan to lead a moonshot cure cancer. So, m- so moonshot is, is yeah, a, a moonshot is basically you know it's going to the moon. It's like a huge thing, a giant one-time thing. There's your moonshot. Oh, that was ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. I I, I don't know about this moonshot cancer fix. Uh, remember the Family Guy episode where the dad, uh, Lois's dad, got cancer and they actually had the cure. Remember that? Anybody? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think they have a cure for cancer. I think that they know what cancer is. I think they know how it works. I think they did all the... Come on. The Susan J. Komen, what is it? The the race for the cure every February. And every February, everybody wears pink for the whole month, you know, for cancer awareness. Do you guys know anybody, anybody that could possibly not be aware of cancer? Um, Ted Kaczynski. Oh, that wasn't funny. He's got cancer. That's wow. Yeah, wow, dude. I was of all the people, dude. Rude, man. And I thought you were a Ted fan. All right, I am, but like I I saw, I I saw it opening, and I went for it. It was bad. That was bad. Yeah, sometimes depressing. Go for it. Now I get it. You miss all the shots you don't take. Way to go, Michael Jordan. But uh. Just whistling past the graveyard, boys. <laughs> it's a continent-wide strip mall. We're all going down. Oh, yeah. yeah. But not Uncle Ted. Well, not Come all on. going down. All right. Yeah, we are slipping and sliding in lubricanda. Just yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. How many right. of your right. bits are you going to hit in one one paragraph? Well, he's got to get them all out now. So. All right. Anyway. We got more medical news. Back to the news. Yes. Let's do more medical news. Uh, let's. Space Space medical news? Um, no, we'll get to space medical news later, but, uh, let me see which medical thing do we want to do first? Well, do you, which one? Monkeypox vaccine. Butt stuff medical. Butt stuff medical. Okay. Yeah. Um, monkeypox. <laughs> Fucking monkey. I mean, it's hilarious just to say the word. Everybody say, say monkeypox and try not to laugh. Yeah. It's hard. Monkey packs. Monkey packs. Yeah. I got monkey pox. I mean, like, it just sounds stupid. It like it doesn't sound real. Uh, it sounds like a made up thing. But then, I mean, it's affecting gays. So hopefully it's real. Um, you have to you have to say it with a, a very effeminate gay man voice for the full effect. Right. Uh, 
who's the guy George the George Soros aide? If you guys want to get grossed out, there's a Twitter thread uh, where some George Soros guy goes into great detail about his monkeypox. And yeah, yeah, I, I saw I I saw excerpts from that, and I was I saw the I was like yeah. I saw the one screenshot, and that was all I needed yeah. to see. Yeah, I mean, nope. Good. I'm I'm good. I mean, I did I I did read the whole screenshot, but that's as far as I went. Um, so monkeypox is, um, well, it's COVID part two, electric boogaloo. It is about to become the next pandemic. We already have the uh, the Brandon administration is already putting together a group which will be led by a coordinator. Hmm. Hopefully, it won't be Anthony Fauci. Uh, it's probably not going to be Fauci. I hope not. However, speaking of Fauci, Ho- just, oh. hopefully, hopefully Fauci won't experiment on beagles with this one. I think his beagle experimentation days are over. That was a while. I don't think that was even all that recent. It just came out recently. But um, yeah. So I saw an an ad, a tweet, or something where they in New York City. If you're gay and you've participated in group sex or had had multiple partners within the past two weeks, you are eligible for a monkeypox vaccine. Come down to this clinic, this clinic, or this clinic. Like they're advertising, hey fags, come on down, get your monkeypox shot. I wonder how many. So you can go out and have more. Right. So you can go out and have more gay sex. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So. Oh my god! There's so much stuff going on with the monkeypox thing. It's like, at least with COVID, like tell us why kids are getting it. Yeah, <laughs> tell us why children are getting it. Like Marjorie Taylor Greene oh, said, d- it's a disease of the gay community. Only gay people are getting it, except, except, twenty percent of the cases have been in children. In the I US. don't. Uh, I. This is partially why I want to stay away from this story because it just is uh, pure rage fuel. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, you can't stay away from life, and this is life. So, it's going to be, dude, there's there's vaccines coming out. We already have uh, the chief brown guy in charge of medicine here in the United States. I can't remember his name. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? He looks like... Yeah. Yeah, he, lo- he looks like the guy from England who, who supposedly was found in a video at, like, some gay foam party. You remember that? Oh, that one. Yeah, we're yeah. Just, like wearing like a halter top and shit. Anyways, so this guy says, and again, I don't care what his name is, but he said that the United States has procured monkey enough monkeypox vaccines, more monkeypox vaccines than any other country, possibly all other countries combined. Wow. Okay. So we got the COVID shot out there. Now we got straight people getting AIDS. We got monkeypox out there, which is gay disease. Now we got little kids getting monkeypox. So we got... um. A monkeypox vaccine. Hmm. Now, wasn't there something in the COVID vaccine that had something to do with like monkey cancer? Huh. I don't. Rem- I don't remember off the top of my head, but it was it was something animalistic. Yeah, it was monkey something. It was something to do with monkeys. So, how many fags do you think did not get vaccinated? Zero percent. One percent. Like I think all the gays went and got vaccinated. I, I think most of them, especially in the major gay cities, you know, in the UK, you've got Brighton in America, you've got New York and San Francisco. 
and every other major city. You have every uh, major city in the United States. Yeah, come on, guy. Like, it used to be San Francisco was the gayest. Every city. Yeah, and now it's like, well, this city's almost as gay as San Francisco. This gay city's actually gayer than San Francisco. And that's because all now, the fags move from San Francisco. Topeka's the new San Francisco. Topeka? <laughs> no, it was, oh. it was a joke. I was, well, I know Columbus, Ohio. I know Columbus, Ohio is. Like, yeah. <laughs> they've, they've turned the classical German village into the new colloquialism known as gerbil village. No, because it had to be done to the German it. village, right? It had to be German village. Of course. Absolutely. Um, again, that it goes, was a, it was very popular destination for Richard Greer and, uh, Maynard. Richard Greer. They probably like gerbil village better. Why does Richard Greer, what it, that sounds familiar. Why do I know this? He an Gear. actor? Richard Gear. Oh, Richard Gear. Richard Gear, the actor. Yeah. Yeah. You said Richard that used Greer. To be like that used to be like a uh, a rumor going around in the in the nineties. Oh, about the him. Gerb- uh, Richard Gear and the gerbling. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was uh, into the uh, the felching. I don't know what any of these words actually mean. Yes, but you I'm, do. I'm okay with that. Stop it. All right, you do too, and you're just trying to do the prude bit. It's okay, Reinhardt. But, but no, same, no, same with Maynard. Like that, there is like. Maynard James Keenan? Yeah. Maynard J. Krebs? Yeah, oh, Maynard P- was doing... PVC pipe and rats. J- Maynard was doing gerbil stuff? Come on. Maynard J. Blige? That's Mary J. Blige. Oh, sorry. That's a dude, too, by the way. Yeah, the, I mean, that's... <laughs> no, I've been, <laughs> dude, joke. <laughs> I've been saying that about Mary J. Blige since, like, the 80s. Like, I was like, that... <laughs> that She looks like a guy. Like, she looks like a... She looks like a... Like a I don't know, like a black dude in a blonde wig. It's probably what it is. Yeah. All, right, All right. So back All to the right. monkeypox thing. So the World Health Organization admits that everyone who receives a monkeypox vaccine is part of a clinical trial to collect data on its effectiveness. Hmm. Hmm. What now, kind of data? Now, before before we go people think we're going all fear porn this is pretty much how every major vaccine works yes every single one this is how all big pharma medicine works when it's rolled out is to collect data on its effectiveness sure but they don't normally advertise that it's a fucking clinical study no they do not and i think part of that so it's part they had to and part humiliation Mm. after the disaster or I, I wouldn't actually call it a disaster because probably 70% of the world population is now vaxxed. Um, but after the disastrous PR surrounding the COVID vaccine, I think they they wanted to go ahead and just put this out front and a little bit of humiliation in there because, hey, it's monkeypox. This whole thing is a meme. Right. You want to know what the monkeypox vaccines are called? Genius. Uh, Genius, almost known as Imvimude or Imvinex and ACAM 2000. ACAM 2000. I do not want to get injected with ACAM 2000. That does not. That sounds like something you put in your car. Sounds like Andre 3000. Right. Yeah, Imvimune is such a weird like I I've always I've always been um there's kind of like a game between uh, picking names for bad cars and sedans, or is it a pharmaceutical drug? Ah. Yeah. 
Oh, it's like the old. Is this a is this a fantasy elven character or is this a pharmaceutical? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Rem Remdesvenir. Oh, here comes Remdesvenir on his white horse. No, wait a minute. That's the drug. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that. Tolkien's work. No, exactly. <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised in the new Amazon Lord of the Rings. Right. So they have. 26,000 doses of Genios vaccine in New York right now. With cases rising, there's a great need for more vaccines in New York City. And of course, the World Health Organization reaffirms that men who have sex with men are the most at risk by the virus. It is incredible the linguistic lengths they are going to to not say homosexual, not even homosexual. Right. Not even men who LGBT. Have sex with men. Like they, I haven't even seen anything saying members of the LGBTQ plus AZ whatever community. Right. It's literally all the men who have sex with men community. Mm-hmm. <laughs> huh. Weird. Not the fag. You're not gays. Sodomites. Hmm. Why don't these guys just say fags? I mean, that would be uh, that would be mean to the <laughs> trans men who don't actually have penises. You know. But that's the thing. Aren't aren't like, isn't that itself a uh, an offensive thing? The men who have sex with men community, or I guess maybe they're including no, they're including trans people in there. So I guess they got the bases how, covered. Well, I, I love women, it how the health department says they're moving quickly to distri- distribute as many vaccine doses as they can in the most equitable way possible, which means uh, the white gays are going to get it last. I don't care if they. Get it? Look, they're gays. I don't care if any of them get it or don't get it. You know, I, like I really don't like the whole equitable shit. Yeah, the the. the can, uh, can you can you imagine like uh, can you imagine like a gay white dude becoming racist because he couldn't get his monkeypox vaccine? Dude, do you know how many gay white dudes? Okay, so all the gay dudes that I met at TRS, um, every Oof. single one of them was racist. Oh no, dude! I knew a bunch of the fashy faggots. Oh, by the way, oh, I, know. I know, I know. By the way, speaking of the fashy faggots, um. I did an interview with Billy Corn Pop last weekend, and it is up on his YouTube channel. We will, I'll probably link it in the show notes, but you guys should go check it out. It was a good time. Actually, I forgot you were doing that. Yeah, it was a good time. Old, old TRS lore. Oh, so, boy. Yeah. Um, so anyways, I was saying, I knew a bunch of the fashy faggots, right? Because... You know, as long as you don't act gay in public, it's all right. Just keep it in the bedroom. I guess that was their deal, right? You know, and and right. I, but anyways, I, I mean, I know, I know the one guy tried to buy your kid a steak. I mean, no, no, not that. Not he's just a faggot, not in a gay way. He's a faggot, like he just calls somebody a faggot. You know, like pretty sure he's not gay. He he might. I mean, he might be a tranny, but he's not gay. I don't know, dude. He got transvestigated. <laughs> it's still that one of the walk, that's strut though. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. That is some power walking right there, buddy. Lord, she coming. Right, with the lifts and everything. <laughs> I mean, at least I um, own I own that I'm short, okay? Um, I know I'm short. I'm not worried about it. I've been short my entire life. I kind of find it amusing when people, you know, think that I haven't noticed it yet. Like, they want to make a joke about it. Like, I don't know I'm not tall. I love how the Italian really almost comes out in you when you talk about this stuff. You're like, hey, I know I'm short. What are you going to do about it? I mean, it didn't. It didn't. I think you just heard that in your head. Yeah, I, I think so. I think I, I think that's Dogbot's reality. Dogbot's reality is a lot different than ours, and it's probably a lot more fun than than for him, though. That way. Yeah, I think I think so. It's, sure. It's kind of like the two dudes on the bus. Oh yeah, one looking at the wall, one looking at the other one. Yeah. 
I'm the except, one looking out the window. Both, except they're both looking at the wall, and it looks like one of them's looking out the window. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man, I love the different versions of this. Anyways. Anyways, so monkeypox, so gay, uh, gay, gay people are... Yes, gay racists. I, I wonder how many fashy faggots have gotten monkeypox. Hmm. Uh, see, I have I have only ever known one gay guy to be to be racist. If uh, they're if they're gay oil drillers, they're getting porch monkey pox. You are not wrong. <laughs> I'll I'll allow that. That is that is that pretty was, solid one good. actually. I, I, that's a that's a seven point five there, dog. That was good. Um, if we were if we were not trying to be really good boys on our website, it'd say show title, but. <laughs> I think we should. I think we should call the episode "Porch Monkey Pox." Anyway, I don't. Mm, I don't know about that. I don't. We'll wake up tomorrow, and our show's banned from everywhere. Again. Right? And, yeah, the website's taken down. The FBI shows up at my job site. You know? Yeah. No, we're not doing that. No, um, but once again, I I have not met very many gay racists at all. I have. So. Oh, I have. Mm. I mean, not just because of the whole TRS fags, but uh, actual gay dudes that were racist because. They were bullied and beat up by blacks for being gay, which is funny because a lot of blacks are gay on the down low. I was going to say, usually they were bullied uh, through like a buck breaking kind of thing. Yeah, right. It's blacks were. Yeah. But like the white gay guys were picked on because they were gay by the black dudes, you know, so they're actually racist. And again, you know, I forgot when this article came. It might have been in 2015 or 2016, but there was like a big thing about, um, white gay dudes not wanting to date gay people of color and how that's oh yeah white white gay men have been uh thrown all the way down to the bottom of the totem pole white gay men are down here with the straight white dudes now yeah isn't Mm -hmm. (laughs) dude at the it's james franco with the news first time (laughs) first time yeah what what movie is that from i forget i know i i Seen it, I can never remember because it's always like a it's like a combination of like a Skyrim meme or something. And that, yeah, thanks, Todd. No, wait, no, Todd's not Skyrim. What? Did, what's yeah, Todd Howard. Todd Howard Skyrim. Okay, I did get it right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not bad Skyrim for somebody. Three thousand. Not bad for somebody who doesn't vidya. Good job. Yes, I'm proud you. of you. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> so what? Do, uh, collecting data on its effectiveness here with the monkeypox vaccine. I mean, I I don't know. I. My what mom could keeps possibly me if go I'm wrong? Sure Monkeypox has has no, you know, danger to the normal population. Like it, it, it's a meme. I don't it's for know. Gay people, because it's what you get when you do gay things. Reinhardt, right? But it, it's but, funny because it's funny the way that they've tried to inject it into the public consciousness as a new. Uh, sort of disease that you're supposed to be afraid of and scared of, but the reason, oh, the only reason anybody would be afraid or scared of it is because nobody is telling them where it's actually being transmitted and what by what group. Hmm. Well, they are saying that it's in the men who have sex with men community, but most people don't even look at that. Yeah, it's. That's yeah, weird. but it, it, a lot of people literally get their medical news from, uh, you know, TMZ. whatever the NBC, whatever the NBC uh, weekly report is, or whatever the hell you know, the nightly, mm-hmm. you know, the the nightly report. Yeah, it's it's just weird. Um, well, most people, yeah, just like most people used to get their news from the Daily Show, 
You know, they get their medical news from, I don't even know, who is the Surgeon General right now? That's the, the brown dude, right? That the, uh, yeah, not Lord Austin, somebody, some other brown guy. Yeah, he's like a like a Pajit almost. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so this clinical study is going to collect data. I wonder if that data is going to be collected and put to use something like targeted DNA bioweapons. Hmm. What do you think about that, guys? You think maybe, maybe this monkeypox... Do we believe in DNA bioweapons? I mean, the government does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I think it's entirely possible. Sure. I mean, we've... It's not like... We've talked about racial weapons before, right? Why not? Why not individually targeted weapons based on your DNA? I mean, there's plenty of DNA collection out there going on. You've got 23andMe. You've got Ancestry.com. You know, taking your DNA, putting it into a, putting it into a, I don't know, a bank of some sort, and analyzing it, and totally not doing anything weird with it. Well, yeah, we could meme all day long about DNA being fake, ha, 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 but the fact is your genetic material is important, and there are methods, and there have been methods for a very long time, of targeting that genetic material uh, with damaging uh, chemicals. Right. I mean, I, I don't know about doing them from a distance, like in some of those weird action movies, but... Uh, certainly they can release uh, if they poison enough people's genetic material with a specific compound that can be activated externally by adding something else into the mix. Let's say it's in the air, drinking water, food, whatever. Um, and then they throw that out in the air and it attacks these targeted people, these people who received a certain vaccine. I don't know. I've been hearing I've been hearing for decades that they're going to develop some kind of specific DNA weapon that's going to take out a specific group and yet the Chinese have not wiped out all the Africans yet. Well, they're useful. Well, no they're not. I mean, you're not seeing it. No, they're not. Have you, yeah, have you not seen Empire of Dust? Dust, that's <laughs> Empire of Dust. Yeah, it's, no, it's also time. That was 10 years ago. I can't imagine it's gotten better. No. Well, I mean, it might have. It might have because a lot of those Africans are now in Europe and the United States. Dude, that's so weird. They are are useful. Yeah. Empire of Dust is 10 years old. It doesn't feel like it came out that long ago. Dude, 2001 was 400 years ago. Feel old yet? (laughs) Jesus. No. No. (laughs) We've lived. I can't can't feel old because I I look younger than um, Norm did on Cheers. Yeah, that is true. Dude, that whole... I don't believe that those were the... Now, were those the actors' ages or were those the ages they were supposed to be in the show? We no, we never really clarified that. I don't, I don't know, but the, the little woman that was married to Danny DeVito on that show, oh. she looked hella old. Rhea Perlman? Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Could you get a Jewier female name? Rhea Perlman. I wonder yeah. how often she got called diarrhea as a kid. Wow. Really? I'm, yeah, really. Yeah. Oh, it's okay when you do it, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why not? Right. It's um, hanging there. So, right. Very low hanging. Hey, I can reach it. It's down here. All right. Um, 
The intelligence committee members warned the U.S. of bioweapons targeting DNA of individual Americans. Congressman Jason Crow says young Americans are far too willing to give up their DNA info. Well, again, you're talking about people that have grown up without any privacy whatsoever, digital or in real life. So complete right. complete surveillance state, uh, all kinds of, you know, uh, tracking and cookies and whatever else kind of tracking devices they can find. Yeah. Why not give up your DNA? You know, and again. I know, dog. Why you said that they've been they've been supposedly working on this race based or DNA based uh, weapon for a while, and we haven't seen it yet. But why would they have to? You know, why would they have to do like a specific one for a specific person? They just Seth Ritchie, you know, he committed well, suicide by shooting to? himself in the back of the head three times. Why would they have to do one for a specific race? Either. Right. I, I, I'm just saying, I've been hearing. No, no, I know. I'm not, what for, I'm saying, I, forever no, that so they're going to have a race specific DNA weapon and that nothing right. ever seems to happen. No, we, we, we know. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like they've been saying this, but why would they need to when they could just come out with a COVID vaccine and get everybody? Well, I mean, you know, it's working. It It is. More deaths again. Uh, what was it? Was it in Minnesota? Know, the, the know, there's some people going, what about the mass die-offs? Dude, there are a lot of people like dying of all kinds of ridiculous shit right now. Yeah, the mass die-offs. Or two weeks till the mass die-offs. Two weeks till the mass die-offs. Dude, shut up, first of all. The fact of the matter is tens of thousands of children are dying of heart attacks at 12 years old. Right, right. And you see the articles. The strange heart attack that 30-year-old women are having. Napping too much. This one really pissed me off this morning. I saw this one. Napping too much. <laughs> Can cause heart attacks. Wow, I'm in a lot of trouble. Yeah, you and me are screwed. I take I? I take a minimum of two ten minute ten minute naps a day. Minimum. This guy, this this guy I met the other day, just buried his brother, who was a cyclist who had a heart attack in his mid forties. Was he vaccinated? Yes. Triple Did he sleep wrong. Triple boosted. Okay, so was he, well, well, did he like sleep the on the three wrong side? Shots. He, he had both his what they called the baseline shots, and then he had received the booster. Right. Well, now they're going into the second booster, and I don't remember which hospital it was, but Ryan, I believe Rhino posted uh, something about it. Inspector Rhino posted that, where four out of five doctors that had received at this one hospital that received were the first doctors to receive their second booster. Four of the five died. Now, one of them died while cycling, so obviously that wasn't vaccine-related. But the other three, boy, just, you know, random heart conditions or something, right? But it only all of them, happened, they died after getting the second booster. Yeah. And now Johnny, you have, you know, seven-year-olds normal. getting blood clots. Right. Oh, Norm was yeah. 36. Norm was 36, the character or the the guy who played the, George Robert Went was yes. 36 in season one. Okay, so Norm was 36, in, the the actor was 36 in season one. Now, going back, yes, I'd, have sir. To, I'd have to look at what he looked like in season one because I know the show was on for like, what, like 17 years, 15 years or something? Yeah, a long time. Right. Somewhere. So, I mean, if he was 36 and the show was 15 years, you know, he's 50 by the end of the show. But uh, again, I know 50-year-olds I know fifty year olds that look like they're 30, and then I know guys that are 54 that look like they're 70. 
I think smoking has a lot to do with do with it. Uh, alcohol, obviously, um, what you do to your body, you know, what you do for a living, how how much you're in the in the elements, how much you're not in the elements. You know, guys that tend to work outside. Uh, guys that work outside a lot tend to have like more wrinklier faces. Have you noticed that as they get older? It's the sun, I guess. Wow, are well, you sa- are you saying environmental distress could actually make you look older? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Well, that coupled with also terrible diets. Yeah, terrible diet. Uh, yeah, eating eating oh, parasite laden food. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I but saw it's not, some, it's I, not I, being out of the sun alone that some, causes it. I saw something very interesting. You know of. McDonald's French fry, correct? Yeah, right. It was on the ground, and ants were walking around it. Oh yeah. And they had they had made like a half inch void around around the French fry. They would not like, come within a half an inch, which is like right. which is like a it's quarter a, mile for an ant. So they made like a loop, like it was like a loop going in both ways as they were going to get other items. For food, and they completely were ignoring the McDonald's French fry. Oh yeah, man! I've seen I've seen ants do the same thing with like sugar-free candy. They won't touch it. You know. Uh, yeah. So they they want you to eat McDonald's and the bugs, but the bugs won't even eat the McDonald's. Right. And don't forget. Oh, speaking of the bugs, you know the whole you will eat the bugs. Um, did you guys see the study where they're talking about which you know uh, where parasites are found more than anywhere else? And it's in bugs. Yep. So, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. You eat the bugs, you get the parasite. In addition to worms all the for the, but not for me. Well, they have worms too. So. I was gonna say, who my kid? They have, they have the most. They, right, and they love their worms. Their, worm their worms die tell them what to do. <laughs> yes. Well, their worms are actually like legion. You know. Right. Their worm is an actual like demon that lives inside of their body. Telling them what to do all the time. Right. All right. All right. Controls all right. them. Yes. Hey, Speaking guys. of control, uh, we're gonna we're gonna control alt delete and uh, no, we're not gonna control alt delete. Yes, but we're gonna we're gonna stop right here and we're gonna play you a song. Uh, we had a couple of choices for this week. What? Which one won out? I don't remember. Alzheimer's. Uh, Grognak picked a song, man. Yeah. Which? I didn't. Okay. We'll do Grognak's. I don't have. I don't have Telegram open right this second. What's the song? It is Meininwerfer. Okay. Thrower. It's war metal. Okay, cool. War metal. Um, say it in English so everybody knows. It's Meininwerfer. Meininwerfer. Okay, yes. We're going to listen to this and we'll be back with lots more stuff. I promise.
All right, everybody. We're back. This is still the Paranormies present the Nationalist Inquirer. I'm still Johnny Monoxide with Reinhardt, Dogbot, and Grognak. Um, the outro, outro of that song was really good. It was. It's good. It's a great song. I love it. I'm gonna yeah, I love that band. I'm going to listen to it again. Yeah. Um, yeah mine is really good. 1914 is another good one. Yeah. Yeah, more more war metal. They do a lot of war yeah, they, metal. Pretty good. Movie. They get banned from a lot of stuff because of all the German stuff and, and until they point out that they're just fans of World War One, man. And then they get a lot back on stuff. Yeah, I remember when I used to do that. <laughs> no, guy, I just like World War One a whole lot. And then they go to my house, and it's like that 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 meme. I can explain everything. <laughs> you know, they're right. talking about they walk in as like Nazi flags and all kinds of yeah. Hey, technically, my Iron Cross is from 1918. So, so is mine. Yeah, my Iron Cross flag is an old. It's an old German flag. I don't even have. I don't even have a meme swastika flag. I don't have one of those. I haven't either. My Iron Cross is a metal. It's a, It's just a really cool metal in a box. Oh, you have an actual Iron Cross? Yeah, I have an actual Iron Cross medal from 1918. Oh, nice. Who is? Do you know who it's from, or is it just like something you bought somewhere or found or something? No, it's it's one that I found. Um, wow, it's one that I found, and he he got it off of a kid who had a German grandfather. Oh, cool. Kid at the time, it was like in the seventies. He got it. Okay, but interesting. Yeah, that's cool. Um, no, mine is a. I have a flag, the old German Iron Cross flag. So, I used to have. I used to have. You know, do the meme flag bit there for a second. I never had a Kekistani flag. Um, no, that's just gay. No, nah, I have it. You know, obviously, I have stars and bars. I have the Iron Cross. I have, uh, I dude, I have the old Hoomsters flag. That's funny. Tell yeah, Dogbot. Tell Chef that I have his. I have one of his old his old Hoomster flags. Dude, I haven't talked to my buddy Chef in a long time. Chefry? No, no, he's he's unpersoned me. Has he unpersoned you? Really? I think so. Oh my god! Another one. I miss him though. Yeah. I love Chef. I love you, Chef Goyardee. Do to me too. You are. Me too. I, I, you know. But uh, loyalty to the cult. Well, I talk about weird stuff with my friends on a show, and apparently that's a bridge too far. Well, it's it's me. It's not the show. Uh huh. Yeah. It's it's actually me. I'm the problem. Well, the problem is, is that we're fake white nationalists, and we're uh, gunt guarding for Zionist programs. But Chef loves guns. He had like a whole channel on Telegram about it. He <laughs> Chef runs fat people hate. No, Chef. No, he no, runs sh- like fat people love. Well, he like Chef has a runs fat people hate might love them secretly. Yes. Sh- well, yeah. That's one of those. That's one of those reverse things that I believe to be true. Uh, it's not like the old, um, you know. Oh, you don't like gay people secretly. You're gay, or that Joe Rogan thing. People who are anti-gay marriage secretly think dicks are delicious. Yes, Joe Rogan. I don't like spiders. Therefore, ergo, I want to fuck a spider. Yes, I get it. Okay, you're a very funny comedian, Joe Rogan. Anyways. Oh, my God. Speaking of Joe Rogan, so I pull into the parking lot uh, where I'm staying, and I see a fuck around and find out sticker, the F-A-F-O with the Gadsden snake in the middle. Oh, jeez. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Look, and it's got a Gad. 
He's got a Gadsden license plate, which makes me laugh every time I see it. A libertarian license plate. I mean, if that's not oxymoron, the, yeah, that's like that's like literally like jumbo shrimp tier oxymoron, right? It'd, um, it'd be like having a Gadsden flag on your uh, social security card, right? Exactly. But on the other side of the fuck around and find out sticker was a Joe Rogan podcast sticker, because of course. Also, not surprising. Yeah. No, he had a 2A sticker and uh, that one and the Joe Rogan. And there's a bunch of like meme flag or meme stickers and stuff. But like <sighs> those people. Did he have the Calvin peeing sticker? No, he did not have a Calvin peeing sticker. He was above. He ah. seemed to be above that. Okay. All right. Yeah. The Calvin peeing, I usually find it's like a Ford guy peeing on a Chevy or a Dodge guy peeing on a Ford. You know, I, no. Yeah, I don't know. Did you guys ever Usually, usually Did you guys ever understand brand loyalty to vehicles? I don't. Eh, not really. Brand loyalty to vehicles is similar to being a fan of a college football team of a college you never went to. Right, or or pro sports. Same thing. Yeah, I get that, but like I just don't understand like I'm a Chevy guy. If you drive a Dodge, we can't be friends. What do you? How do you think Bill Watterson felt the first time he was stuck in traffic and he saw <laughs> Calvin pissing on a Chevy logo? I want to say that Bill Watterson might get a nickel for every one of them stickers. No, he doesn't. He doesn't get anything. No, because it's it's not actually taken from the the comics. I mean, Calvin himself is, but the peeing part is not. Sure, but isn't the Calvin part like violation of some copyright? Right, but I mean, do you know what company was per- was making those stickers? I think they were just decals that were just making the rounds. Yeah, people made those all the time. No, I know it's hard to. I, I Calvin know, but was peeing. Calvin was peeing on No Fear at one point in the nineties. Right, it was No I remember Fear. Seeing, yep, I remember seeing Calvin peeing on No Fear, and I was like, "What?" Well, I remember the No Fear being like a big thing in the nineties too. Yeah, dude, I, I would. Like I wish I had purchased a couple no fear shirts out of irony back then, but like to yeah. me that was a sign you were a pretty big douchebag if you wore a no fear oh, shirt. No fear, it, that, yeah, no fear is in, that the like 90s. Affliction in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, I was just gonna say no fear in the nineties was affliction in Ed Hardy in the aughts. Yeah, oh Ed, Ed I, Hardy. I did have a big dog shirt. Did you? I, I had a big yeah, dog shirt. I, I had a couple. I love that shirts. stupid shirt. I had a bunch of those God. dumb, like penis joke shirts. Remember those? Like it was like a Big Johnson, the Big Johnson shirts. The remember, the, remember Big Dog and Big Johnson were like were like t shirt uh, brands. I, w- I wish I held on to some of those Bart Simpson uh, Desert Storm War propaganda shirts. Oh my god, you actually had one of those? Uh, no, I didn't. But like, I'd see them at I'd see them at uh, flea markets and stuff like that. You know, my neighbor they had all kinds. They, they had all kinds of. <laughs> <laughs> when, when I was when I was in high school, my my neighbor used to do airbrushing, like on clothing and stuff, right? And he had this jean jacket that was all Bart Simpson out. It was fucking oh awesome. Yeah, it was the that was the nineties though, dude. Yeah. And, oh my god! Talking hard. about the guy with the purple skinny jeans and the hair over one eye. Shut up. <laughs> Never had hair over <laughs> right. one eye. 
Yes, yeah, you did. You had that AFI. Gonna... You had the AFI like long pointy no, thing. And no, no, that it... was my brother who did the AFI look. Oh, okay, and the thing is, it looked like when my, when I had the, the the hair over the one eye, it was the Tony Hawk, right? It was like a, it was an undercut, but it was really long in the front. And he used to flip it all the time. You have to flip it back over your, you know, because it was always in your eyes. Your brother with the yeah. AFI thing, that that thing in front of your, eye, it never moved because it had like that like that ice spiker in it. Yeah, basically. Yeah. But I mean, the purple skinny jeans sort of, you know, you can't roll your eyes at any. Yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't roll my separately. eyes. Okay. I'm just looking at the news. Okay. Oh, trust Anyhow. me, I'm not rolling my eyes because there were some terrible fashion choices in the aughts. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. Last 90s fashion oh, choice, Lord. Johnny. Hypercolor shirts. What were those made out of? Like, why, why, why were they able to change color? Uh, it was well, it was heat sensitive, and the more you sweat, the more it changed. So it was heat temperature changing chemicals. I don't know what would have caused that. I don't. I'd have to look that up. But there was, yeah, it was your body heat. Yeah. Why would you want to draw attention to the fact that you're pitting? Um, the hypercolor thing was kind of like a sporty sort of thing. Like you'd wear them at like or like at raves, you know. I don't remember, dude. Honestly, I wasn't a hypercolor guy. I didn't wear any of that stuff. Okay. Yeah. I think I might have had one. I had a lot of bum equipment in the nineties. I wait. Is that a is that a brand of something? Bum equipment was like yeah, it was like gym gym stuff, like shirts. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. That wasn't a. Uh, all right. I'm not British. <laughs> Thank you. That'd be bumping. <laughs> right. Where's Where's Dick Stroker when you need him? Richard, sorry, Richard Stroker. Uh, He's asleep. Yeah, it's like four in the morning there, or five in the morning. He's probably getting up, getting ready to go to work pretty soon. Anyhow, all right, back to the news. Did we decide? Did we decide what we were gonna lead with? Yeah, they 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 canceled the they canceled the Choco Taco, man. Yeah, and I didn't want to talk about that. They didn't. Never cared about that. It's canceled. Okay, Unilever canceled the Klondike Choco Taco because it's racist. Right. After many years of people crying about this dessert being racist because it's a taco, it's gone. Wait, it, okay, I'm not gonna it was canceled though. for racism? Wasn't that what it was canceled for? I just saw it was canceled because nobody was buying it. No. I mean, it's, it's effectively a drumstick, right? But it's in a different shape. I don't think it was canceled for racism. I think it was just canceled for sales. Hang on. I'm I, I'm pretty sure I saw a thing about it. It was canceled for racism. I'm not going to lie, though. This CNN article about the Choco Taco being gone, the choice of Joe Biden screenshot here is pretty perfect. This if you open up that article. 40 years. Fans it's slam. Of so, the so, economy. Cl- so Klondike makes the it's, Choco it's Taco. Oh, okay, never mind. I, I found the one that I was looking at. It's it's not a real thing. Okay, it wasn't because of racism. I got yeah. Never gonna get Babylon B. Never gonna let you it's down. Because of hard times, man. Do 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 do. Anyways, um, yeah, hard times. No more choco taco. So first of all, first first the fucking the Mexican pizza. Now the choco taco. What the hell? Wait, they they got rid of the Mexican pizza. That's well, like one of their hottest items, isn't they, it? Well, they just brought it back in some places, but the Mexican pizza was gone for quite a few years. Well, it, I wasn't the Mexican pizza sort of like their McRib. 
I don't know. I don't eat that shit, man. Yeah, I, I don't eat. I have to ask. You have to ask Hook. Okay, Hook has had more of those uh, of those Mexican pizzas as probably anybody we know. Also, uh, yeah, yeah, don't don't do that. Hook, you know, he's a nice guy. You know, Hook. Not Hook. I'm not saying it's a Hook. I'm just the talking fact that about, he eats oh, it. It's a Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taco Bell. Yeah, Hook. It. Hook for metal up your fast. Like he can crush some Taco Bell, right? He's he a large. Yeah, he can crush some Taco Bell and shred in the same night. At, and right, yeah, and and then later on, there's other shredding. But anyways, well, yes, yes, because of said <laughs> Mexican pizzas. Yes, I'll go check out Metal Up Your Fash. Is what we're trying to say, basically. Check out our buddies over at Metal Up Your Fash. They are good dudes that listen to a lot of metal that I've never heard of, which is saying actually not that much. There's not there. I've, there's a lot of stuff I've never heard of. So. Mostly good music. Yeah, no, mostly, mostly. I like pretty much all of it. I, eh, I'm not. Again, I'm not a big black metal fan. I'm trying. I'm really trying to get into black metal. I, I do like the whole E flat tuning. It's like a very, uh, it does something to your ear that standard E tuning doesn't do. I, I do like that part of it. Just not a big fan of like the guitar being across the street with all the reverb. You know what I mean? <laughs> It sounds, like, it sounds like they're in a castle and like the recording in the front of the castle and the guitar player is playing way out back on the other side of the moat. Anyway. Look, Johnny, one night just set up and listen to an entire uh, album from Yob. Like, listen to Clearing the Path to Ascend. Okay. I will. I, will I mean, Yob, Yob is pretty good, though. Like, yeah. But Yob isn't standard black metal, though, is it? No. Eh. No. Right. No, y'all but like still. ISIS and it's yeah. like epic like metal. Like doom metal. It's, it's like, yeah, see, that I love that. I love, I okay. love y'all. Right. So no. you like that. Yeah, but like old Burzum, I can listen to some of it, but like I don't think I could sit through an entire Burzum album. Even the, the good stuff. I'm sorry. I no, there's know. other stuff you can listen to. Sure. I mean, I'm you sure could listen that. to the Dungeon Sense Burzum stuff, I bet. Oh, God. I can't. No, I don't like any. Somebody played some of the new shit that, that uh, Varg has been making, and it's not good. It's not good. All right, real quick, uh, before we get started on the next article, um, to thank everybody that donated in the first hour, man. It's, uh, dude, there's quite a few at the beginning. I know I missed them, but thank you all, you guys that have donated. Um, I'm pretty sure, well, negative zeros in the chat. I'm pretty sure he's donated. <laughs> yeah, belt loops matter. Belt loops matter is here. Oh, sweet. Negative zero. Nice. Who else? Uh, I believe uh, somebody named. Uh, Cabby or Caddy okay. donated as well. A few others. Uh, thank you all so much. Yes. It's not letting me see the chat right now. No, it's mine is not letting me scroll. So mm. yeah. Um no, we're not gonna we're not gonna sit here and giggle about super chats like some people. Eh, negative zero just gifted a cookie again. All right, thanks. Negative thank zero. Thank you very much, brother. Yes, you guys are awesome. Um, and that's enough of that. We love you all. Okay, but if they do donate twelve thousand five hundred more I think Reinhardt still has to watch The Woman King. Oh, man. We were talking about that at work today. Um, that was funny. Uh, and we're the guys was like, wait a second. The movie's called The Woman King? I'm like, yeah, it's called The Woman King. He's like, isn't that just a queen? <laughs> Even the normies know, dude. Even the normies know. Okay, not a fed. Uh, if you're talking about the band that I think you are, Attila, they're 
not enough Attila is still too much Attila. Yeah, absolutely. Like zero those are, Attila. Those are, wait, not you'd love Attila. So like you're saying, no. not enough, uh, not enough Attila. Why would there's it's never still enough too much. Attila? I would like Attila. No, uh, Ryan, like Attila is totally like a Reinhardt band. Oh, I like, used to, like I used to like era. those guys when I was like 15, but they're all horrible, horrible human beings. And their music is their music is nigger music. It's it's rap lyrics with oh absolutely terrible metal. Oh, and a lot of oh lord, I'm looking at pictures. Yeah, oh my god. Oh, they're horrible. They are straight up wiggers. The guy's wearing like a Tyvek suit with a looks like a uh, plate carrier on his chest. The other guy's got an AR strapped to his back. No, that's a guitar. Never mind. Yeah, they started uh, doing that after I stopped listening to them. Yeah, I don't know. Very strange. It's very odd. Yeah. I mean, Corn passed them the baton, and oh. they they ran with it. Uh, don't yeah. don't get no don't give them that much credit. They do not deserve that much credit. Do, yeah, don't. Corn is a legend band okay corn started yeah. a lot of shit so i mean even yeah. if, if, whether you like corn or you don't like corn they invented a lot of shit corn and static x said hey Attila, can you got this and they they looked back and they said we got this we got this yeah and, and chris, and chris John- franziak is a jewish nigger john and jonathan davis is like cool i'm gonna go play the bagpipes <laughs> <laughs> And sing acoustic songs. Where yeah, and head over there is like, hey, I'm going to go play some worship at this uh, hippie church. Right? And yeah, that was so weird when he went like, he went like fake. Was it, did he actually go like Christian Christian or was it like some weird? I think he went music industry Christian, but. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't mm. know. If he was sincere, man, it was really publicized. No, it was. Um, I mean, and, and again, uh whether it is real or not, I would love to get my hands on a Brian Welch uh, signature ESP because it, it told it's the best made seven string on the market. So I'd like to check one of those. Quite an achievement. Yeah, considering. Um, and it's Astronauts in space are not allowed to... Oh, you are so bad at SIGUs, dude. Just Man. Yeah. I had one ready for that too. I, I know Crap. you probably did. Go ahead. What's yours? No, it's all right. It's too late now. Yeah, I lost it. All right, all right. I had one ready. I was remembering. I was like <laughs> contemplating it again, and then Dogbot started talking. I was like, "Crap!" So, <laughs> oh well. The video, by the way, that there's the uh, the New York Post article about this astronauts thing. There's a video in between, like, and there. Do you guys have that up? The New York Post article. Yeah. Why is there a video of an air? What? guy in the bike do you have the guy uh, no the- for me for me it's a, a bow and arrow in the middle of a park oh okay so that's okay that's yeah it does that one too that is in san francisco that's rincon park and i forgot what it's called it's called cupid something and it's a bow and an arrow but it's the arrow is pulled back the bow is drawn but the arrow is like the head of the arrow is buried in the ground yeah the head of the arrow and the bottom of the bow yeah, yeah it's, it's cupid very, span cupid span it's very strange I always thought that was weird and wondered why the arrow. Oh, I think they. I think I remember reading something about somebody was offended that the arrow would have been pointing up in the air, and that could have signified that you know if the arrow would fly, it could hit somebody, and somebody might get hurt. I mean, it's San Francisco, so you got to figure the reason. All right, it's, it's San Francisco, so I'm thinking it has something to do with the dirt and a hole. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's something gay. 
So yeah, speaking yeah. of gay, come on. Speaking of gay. This. All right. Well, we did the monkeypox thing, but um, no, 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 no. So it's okay to do reverse cowgirl in outer space. It's okay. What to have? Remember, they, they there was the one study about like the sexual positions yes. in space. Yeah, um, we did this like a month ago, a month and a half ago, two months ago. I don't know. Time flies by so fast. It was probably last December, but we already did but that. How are you going to get a cow into the? Stop! Just no. You know what I said, and you know what it means. Stop! You're damn it. All right. So, <laughs> New York Post article today, as a matter of fact. Astronauts should not masturbate in zero gravity. Like I said, but however, having sex in space is totally fine. Um, mast. Oh, good lord! Do you want to know why? Astronauts have been warned against masturbating in space over fears that female astronauts could get impregnated by stray fluids. Literally wow. further fetched than tripped, fell, and landed on his dick. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, I, I don't know how I accidentally had sex with her. Yeah, no, that that's this is worse. I was I was getting out of the shower in space and this semen flew through space and somehow ended up in my vagina and now I'm pregnant. Like in space. In space. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, how who is NASA to de- to define what a woman is then? Why are they taking it upon themselves? They're not biologists. Oh, my God. I'm still laughing at our little scenario there, Reinhardt. Oh, my God. <laughs> so this is so this is filed under astronauts, masturbation, NASA, scientists, space. Makes sense. I mean, is that was that the, the things on the bottom? Yes, these yeah. are the tags at the bottom. The tags. <laughs> astronauts, masturbation, NASA, scientists, space. Seven twenty two twenty two. Okay, what was it? I am not ago? going. I am not going to click on the masturbation tag for the stream on New York Post. So, Doctor John Millis compared sex in space to having intercourse while skydiving, but added that it was not impossible. <sighs> I would imagine that skydiving and being uh, inert, like just floating around. Is two entirely different. Okay, so the, the New York Post, the New York Post has a typo. There Uh-oh. are strict guidelines over alone time on board in zero gravity. Scientists have warned that even the slightest rouge droplet—it's supposed to be rogue—droplet—could <laughs> cause chaos on board. Dude, if if I had a rouge outburst in that area, I would call a doctor right away. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's French for red, right? So stray blood. <laughs> yeah. So stray blood. Yeah. If I. All right. So Conan O'Brien waded into the uncomfortable topic while in interviewing a NASA engineer, asking him if he had ever sent porn to the ISS. No, none of that. Scientist Smythe said, "Does porn work in zero gravity? It goes everywhere." Three female astronauts can be impregnated by the same man on the same session. It, it finds, finds its, its way. way. Ah, life finds a way. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff Goldblum. I was going to say. Yes. Thank you, Jeffrey Goldblum. Oh, my God. Oh, this is a good one. I, I, from Chad, hard to do a natal astrology chart if conceived in space. This is true. Yeah, what sign would you be born under? Like, what? Yeah, was the uh, you were pregnant under uh, Orion's belt? Yeah, it's below the belt. Um, <laughs> the so the picture with this with the astronaut on the spacewalk there, and then there's the Earth behind him. Look at 
look at all the the lights in the cities. Like that is the fakest of fake pictures. That that didn't reel. No, none of that reeled. All right, so sex I mean, and masturbation in space. I, I mean, a, you're not obviously not trusting the science with this, I am this picture. Still here. sitting down or standing up. What are we can doing? Can you not? Can you not see the curve? Yeah. <sighs> obviously well, apparently apparently russian cosmonauts were sitting down for science too they did not want to provide sperm samples when uh <clears throat> when they came knocking they didn't want to provide them in space the russian scientist irina Og- ogneva asked male cosmonauts to provide sperm samples and no cosmonauts who want to she revealed what does that have to do with ma- oh so she wanted to, to masturbate in space oh boy yeah, exactly. So providing sperm samples, yeah. And then this whole question came up. According to astronomer, because astronomers know about masturbation in space, um, sex and masturbation in space is a logistical nightmare with problems ranging from floating fluids to shrinking manhoods, according to astronomer John. Shrinking manhoods? I'm never going to space. Forget it. Nope. Nope. See, that's why we don't want space to reel. Because we don't want our... We don't... Listen, it was very cold... <laughs> There's a lot of shrinkage. Look, I'm just I was in the pool. Raw padding oh, and wiring. Remember the Seinfeld? He was in the pool. The George mm-hmm. was in the pool. Yeah. I was in outer space. It was very cold. It's very cold in Uranus. It's, wow. Wait a sec. Yeah. Very cold. That was not intentional. Mm-hmm. Wasn't the, wasn't there something? Right. Wasn't there another Uranus thing this week too? Like I, I swear I saw some, some, something about Uranus again. Not you personally, but like not uh, mine. Yeah, not you guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh very wah, private wah. person. Were you talking to Grognak? No, it was okay. it was something to do with. And again, of course, it was like ha 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 poopy joke in space because you know that's where we're at now. Everybody's ha perpet- ha poopy joke in space. Per- perpetual children. Um. Yeah. So. We well, don't. Want, I, don't jerk off in space. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I do know Uranus. Like that. That is uh, one thing that they're looking at for like the next exploration mission. Okay, that's, that's what it, it was. That's what I think. That's what it might have been. Yeah. We're going to explore Uranus coming up soon. All right. <laughs> no, no. We have cooler. Not. We have cooler space well, news. Hang though. on, Dogbot. You're you're over forty. You you should probably get Uranus explored. Get a colonoscopy. Wow. Like you're um, supposed to. At forty, take a trip, take yeah. a trip up Moon River to the Sea of Tranquility. Oosh! <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't want the camera in the butt. I'm sorry. Okay, that's what it is. It's a camera. Okay, there's an old guy at work, and uh, whoa! Oh, there's this old guy at work who had had one, right? And he had his picture. It's like, no, hey, I, I, in order for you to work on the job site, no, I let need me f- you to cover out this corner. No, no, let me finish. Let me finish. He's, he's the old, like, he's a material guy because he's an old guy. He couldn't do any work anymore. So he had his little trailer, and in the trailer he had like his calendar on the wall. It had like a kitten's calendar, and he had pictures of his grandchildren and stuff. And then there was just like these other pictures. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Is like outer space or something? He's like, nah, it's my colonoscopy pictures. I'm like, all right. <laughs> like, I'm, is he an old doctor from Meps? No, or his colonoscopy. Like, <laughs> he brought him in and put him up on the like put him on the fridge. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna never come back in here again be proud man all right hey yeah one of my favorite words is polyp yeah it makes reinhardt do the thing yeah 
I don't want to know. Gross. All right. So more space stuff. Apparently, um, over Texas on Sunday, there was some strange green fireball. Yeah, it was a space polyp. Stop it. I was Did you say, see this? I was going to say that. I was going to say space polyp. Ah. Did you see this? Uh, no, I did not see the space polyp. The video? You going to play the video? I'm playing uh, the video right now. Okay. All right. But is there sound to the video or no? Uh, no, I mean, not that I care to play. Okay. I don't think any sound could actually. There was no sound to the object, okay. to my knowledge. Okay. Not so in the video. A, so it was just a oh, green. Okay. Well, here. there. So there was a delayed sonic boom, apparently. Um, indicating, let's see, it says, indicating that meteorites from this fireball may have survived the fiery passage through Earth's atmosphere, X, and are now down on the ground. Hmm. So I'm going to play it, see if I hear anything. Oh, there's no sound in this video anyway. Well, there you go. It's probably the size of a small car. Yeah. Um, but it was seen, let's see, like, everywhere from, wow. By, by oh, some that easily. Yeah, by small car, do you mean like the Electromechanica single-seater? Uh, I think that was a D&D character, right? The uh, Slingshot. Slingshot. I hate those things. Yeah. That's what the Electromechanica is. It's like a reverse. It's like a slingshot with a roof. No, it was it was actually the size of a sob. How would they know a sob? I mean, those are awful specific. I don't know. Huh. All right. It didn't. It didn't. Doesn't say sob. Okay. No. Okay. Uh, did you hear me though? This was seen in Uvalde. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, yeah, from Oklahoma City down to the Dallas-Fort Worth area, down to Houston, Corpus Christi, and even into Louisiana. Huh. But the majority was through uh, central, central to east Texas. That is. That's, a, that's a, well, they, there's a lot of a lot of people saw it. I asked my Texas yeah. friends. My besides Dogbot, I asked my uh, a couple other Texas friends who. Well, you didn't ask me. I didn't ask you. I figured you would have said. I was like, it was in the thing. I figured you would have said something, so I just assumed you didn't see it. No. Yeah, I didn't see it. Okay, so um, my other buddies were like, "Yeah, I was I was outside Sunday night. I didn't I didn't see anything." Well, thanks, guys. But a lot of people saw it. Uh, what is what is the general consensus on um, the the flat realm version of asteroids and the you know uh, shooting stars and stuff? Um, as far as I know, there's a couple of theories. It's uh, debris from satellites and things that are up in the air, or what most people would call the atmosphere, um, or they are debris from like from the firmament itself coming down. Mm-hmm. Uh, that do heat up upon traveling downward, but then obviously rapidly cool. Um, or they are simply things being lobbed up in the air. I've heard, I've even heard that one that it's just rocks that are literally being lobbed up in the air to create space soy jack material. I would not put that past the powers that be. I really wouldn't either. It sounds it sounds like a cop out, but when you, the more you think about it, it really doesn't. Right, because these guys do shit like that all the time, you know. I mean, yeah, they, they do spent, really gay, disappointing stuff. Yeah, how many? Well, how? Yeah, how many 
billions of dollars have been spent pretending to go to space. Right. So something like that. I mean, you have multi-generational lies that are carried down in the narrative. You know, I mean, why wouldn't, yeah, why wouldn't they? They just, back in the olden days, they just catapult a stone up high, right? (laughs) Well, yeah, and they spent, what, 10 years? No, Operation Fishbowl wasn't 10 years, maybe two years, two or three and they spent a couple of years in Operation Fishbowl just lobbing up massive rockets up towards the firmament. Right. So. Like, right. Oh, well, we're stuck in here. This from yeah. ring doorbells. Right. <laughs> All right, then. Yeah, is I don't that, know. Is that where most I of mean, the footage is from, from a ring doorbell? Yeah, the best is still that header video, but there's there's a lot from ring doorbells. Huh. Yeah, yeah. The, the farther you scroll down... Okay. Uh, well, so whatever it is, I think it actually happened. I don't. I don't think it's a hoax. Oh no! But I mean, enough people saw. Well, I mean, like, okay. So the Phoenix Lights was a real thing. You know, people saw them. Right. So. Northern Lights were just seen over Washington. Really. Yeah. DC or state? <laughs> didn't get to see them while I was up there. Oh yeah. Yeah. State, yeah. The one thing that would have made it cool. Okay. Besides. Finding Bigfoot, but right. Two, I don't know. I think things. I think being I think being outside when the Phoenix lights were passing over would have been a really cool moment. Oh, for and sure. A lot of people, a lot of people got footage of that stuff too. Mm-hmm. It was huge too. It wasn't like it was a small thing either. It's a big old triangle, football field size, floating. Yeah, just floating with no noise. Yep, that had to be really weird. Completely silent. Yeah. No noise and no wind, right? No, no. There was air no, movement generated. No, there was nothing. No, yeah, no. Exactly. It almost got. It was almost. Well, from what I remember, I remember some of them saying it was actually got quieter. That corroborates a lot, like thousands of of UFO experiences, even close up, hundreds of close up experiences too. Yeah, where it like makes everything around you even more quiet. Like it, like it provides like a blanket of silence or something. Yeah, nothing is more eerie than that. I've had that happen to me once where literally everything goes quiet. It's, it's, I hate using the term supernatural, paranormal, I guess. And it, oh man, it's weird. Yeah, there's something, and part of your body, your fight or flight kicks in, and you're like, all right, this isn't cool. I gotta run, yeah. but I don't like know either, where. I, either I'm running or <laughs> I'm going to die fighting a Wendigo. Right. And I didn't bring my spear. So. Didn't bring my bang or my chicken tendies. Right. Oh, no. Ugh. Oh. Bang and chicken tendies. This is a terrible combination, Reinhardt. Well, right. know, you, know, you know the meme, the, the trained one to go yes, meme. I know. I know. I know. You're going to be munching on Tums by the time you're 30. Oh, absolutely. I don't so, I don't drink bang anymore. All right. So we're going from space jizz to jail jizz. Jizz Lane. <laughs> jizz Lane Maxwell. Our good buddy there, Jeffrey Epstein's girlfriend, uh, the woman who was convicted of trafficking children to absolute or people, women, people, whatever, to absolutely nobody. Isn't that weird? First person to ever be convicted of sex trafficking people to no one. Pretty incredible. No well, they they investigated themselves and found nothing wrong. So right, right. I say so, we just trust. All right, we trust the plan. So Maxwell is. Uh, she intends to appeal her conviction and the sentence. Okay. She is listed at an inmate 
in the correctional federal correction institution in Tallahassee, which is one of the like we, most. Uh, what was I going to say? Not, not maximum security. Minimum, minimum security prisons. Well, it's like the golf course prison. Actually, Duncan Levin, ah. former federal prosecutor who now privately practices in New York, uh-huh. uh, says there's absolutely nothing cushy about Maxwell's designation. She's going to be surrounded by barbed wire and fences. Oh my! The facility is a far cry from the minimum security camps that people may imagine from television. She is going to be in Israel. Gonna be. It up. Gonna be. Yeah. If she's not there already. Yeah, I was going to say she's not. I like how everybody, um, like every picture of Maxwell is always from like 2016, 2014, 2018, 2020. No new pictures. None, there was no perp walk. There was no, uh, you know, no perp walks at all, like moving from the jail to the courthouse. None of that stuff. Just a couple of really shady, shitty drawings. Um, no mugshot either, right? Yeah, no mugshot, no, no, no nothing. Mm-mm. Yep. Okay, so they wanted her to Got serve time. Like a dude in this po- yeah. photograph. So her, well, I mean, looks like. Come on. Nah, I don't know. We'll I, mean, I got to see the hips comparison, but um, they wanted her. Her her uh, her lawyers tried to get get her to serve her time in Danbury, Connecticut, which I know is like like golf course prison. <laughs> yeah, but they said no. You don't go to golf course prison. You go to mini golf prison in Florida. They swim with dolphins? I guess at the facility in Tallahassee, Maxwell will be expected to wake up at 6 a.m., make her bed, dress in khaki pants and a khaki shirt, and maintain a regular job assignment. The program's... (laughs) Now, Levin, the program that will be offered to her... I'm not doing that. The programs that will be offered to her will be few and far between, given staff cutbacks and the pandemic. Levin told ABC News. And that's a shame, because the government should be investing as much as possible... To rehabilitate even the least popular inmate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't believe it. I don't even <sighs> understand anymore. Oh, America. Oh, my God. America. This is the where, part where we throw our head back and laugh. Yes, where we throw our head back with laughter. Yes, I love that. What is that from? That's, uh, George of the Jungle. Is that George of the Jungle? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Man. <laughs> what the hell? I know, dude. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, I wonder. Okay, all right. Bets on what her what her prison job is. Uh, like I mean, librarian. I had, I had I something mean, to say, but it was, serving the cafeteria. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. Who the hell knows, dude? She could be shower caddy. Right. I was gonna say something like. Something terrible. Yeah. Oh, wow. So yeah, I, I'm looking through the ring, the, the those ring uh, videos, Reinhardt, and those are that's weird. It's very weird looking. All right. Anyways, um, Ghislaine Maxwell is not in prison. I'm sorry, she's not convicted of any no. crimes. None of this stuff is real. Those kind of people. First of all, those are your straw men. Those are your, there's your straw man. That's your that's your person who's you're supposed to take your arrows for how mad you are about this stuff. And meanwhile, the people who actually you know had sex with these underage girls are scot free, you know. And Jelaine Maxwell, being Robert Maxwell's daughter, you really think the daughter of Robert Maxwell is actually going to serve time in any prison? A, in Tallahassee, Florida. And, yeah, come on, come on. 
She she never even went to Florida. No, she never even went to New trial. York. None of this stuff. Yeah, none of this stuff happened. Yeah. No. None of that happened. But Lord. most likely somewhere floating off the French Riviera. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, it waters. would. It would be more likely that she made the weird lines in the Mid Atlantic floor. Uh, possible, but I doubt that she did it. I don't think she could hold her breath that long. Where is that article, man? We're gonna so much stuff we're not gonna get to tonight. I know. It's all right, though. Okay, so s- scientists were exploring a submerged mountain range in the mid-Atlantic, and they stumbled onto something they can't explain. An organized series of holes punched in the floor of the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, so straight lines, holes punched. Now, these look like like if you were to take your knife and just stab it into some sand you know, or, or a screw, like a big flathead screwdriver. That's what they look like. Um so a series of sublinear sets of holes in the sediment. Say that se- ten times fast. Several of these sublinear Sever- sets of holes in the sediment. Several of these sublinear <laughs> sets of holes in the sediment. Several of these sublinear holes in the sediment. There you go. Wow. Could these not be, like, just at first glance, this looks like a fish with spines laid down in the sand. It does. It looks like, yeah. But if you look at the top picture... I'm sorry, the top picture, the left, the right picture. You up close, they're like, oh, wow. yeah." But then in the right picture, it's like one, two, three, and then it it goes away. So it does look like almost human-made, you know, they were like excavated by something. So this is 1.7 miles down, though. Hmm. See, underwater volcano north of the Azores. Okay. This is... Way out there. This is did not like say, southern Atlantic did you or say anything. Azores. Azores. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean the Port- oh, would you- the Portuguese right. say the Azores. No. The Azores. They're from there. I'm saying like the 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 Azorean I'm- Portuguese. Yeah. Nah, I don't know. I've always heard it as Azores. Mm, well, you know, I've only heard it from Spanish speaking people. You are, you are Puerto Ricans. So yeah, I get it. No. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. You're wow. Wow. You're, you're the you're the Castilian. You're the Spaniard, right? Perchance you do not have six fingers on your left hand. Anyways, um, is there an object or an animal inside the holes? Does that line run in the same direction as the current? You know, I mean, like water from underground springs with some of them. What about methane gas, Eduardo? Pogorleski. Okay, so the guy's half Mexican, half Port- or half Polish. That's why he, he said methane gas. Yeah, that's because that's way uh, off. No. Um, yeah, that's my first question. Is to uh, do, do, do here it is. Yeah, some uh, including some who wondered if the holes were made by someone taking core samples. That's, I mean, that core would make samples? sense to me. Hold on. If core. they put a drone down there and it took core samples. What? What do you mean by core samples? Do you mean sand samples? Nobody's getting to the Earth's core. What samples are they no, taking? But you, no, but the rock under the sand. Yeah, I mean, that's still not the core. It's still crust. It's crust samples. I mean, it's like, imp- okay, it's like taking uh, ice cores. You're I, not drilling into yeah, the core I, I, yeah, of yeah, yeah, the yeah. earth. I, I guess ice cores. I get ice cores and then cores. I guess it's like, yeah, sediment samples or whatever. But like, I, okay, it's still a mile and almost two miles under, underwater. I don't know. It is interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Along the mid-Atlantic ridge. Hypothermal vents may be where magma provides heat as it rises to the seafloor. These vents are known to support diverse chemosynthetic communities. However, little is known about life at these sites because once vents go extinct, 
or what lies beyond the vents further away from the rift zone. Hmm. No, interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, there's. They said there's a lot of tectonic spreading and a lot of uh, frequent earthquakes there. So, yeah, knows? to me, I don't. I don't think that these are man-made because if they were, they would have to be incredibly old. And if they were old, these would not be as clear to see. Yeah, almost two miles under the uh, right under the ocean so, or under the water. They well, would have But they, if you go back, now, look at the picture on the right. It looks like some sort of track, right? And maybe like a like, you know like a spiked tire or something. We don't know the dimensions of these holes. They don't tell us any how big these are, if they're, if they're an inch long, if they're four inches long, if they're a foot long. Banana for scale. <laughs> yeah, there's no banana for scale. Uh, you know? No banana for scale. <laughs> That's what you get. All right. Yeah, uh, done with that one. one more. We got time for one more quick one. Uh, Reinhardt, you want to do the... The hand? Yeah, the let's hand do the hands. Let's do the hands. That's the one. So, scary archaeology from strangesounds.com.org. Excuse me. Scary archaeology. Pits full of nothing but large to very large severed hands found in Egypt. While excavating a 36... Excuse me. 3,600-year-old palace in the once great city of Avarice, 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 Egypt, a team of archaeologists unearthed four pits. What's in the pits? It's hands. No bodies, just a bunch of dismembered hands. Most of the hands are quite large. Some of them are very large, further signifying that they were taking all from adult males. Possibly that ancient Egypt was full of giants. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, this goes back. This, this was found in the palace of King Kayan of the Hyksos. Canaanites, who once ruled over part of northern Europe, excuse me, northern Egypt, two in an outer portion of the palace and two just outside the throne room, indicating some ceremonial importance. I don't necessarily, you are, they were drawing a conclusion there. Just because they found one in the throne room doesn't mean it was a ceremonial hand. Actually, these large to very large hands, why do they keep saying that, are the very first physical evidence archaeologists have found of a practice that's widely represented in ancient Egyptian art. Yeah, apparently soldiers would cut off their hand, hand to the enemies. The enemy, right, and give it to their It's like ears. The leader or whatever. Collecting ears or foreskins. Right. Or scalps. So, oh, by taking... Oh, this is one of these stupid article little blurbs here. But taking the right hand, you are symbolically stealing the source of your enemy's power and literally stealing 50% of his ability to flip you off. Hardy horror. Oh, what about what if you take the left hand though? Well, then he wouldn't be able to wipe his ass. And he could oh. masturbate in space. And, well, you're not supposed to masturbate in space. Well, we know what hand Reinhardt uses. Yep. I don't. Never mind. He just owned up to being left-handed. Mm. Mm. Uh, no, so, I'm not left-handed. I, I, so, were these soldiers large to very large <laughs> men? Some sort of giants? That's interesting. And they don't tell us the measurements of their hands. No, though. they just say large to very large. Yeah, like Egypt was full of giants, and yes, the the Hyksos, uh, even though their chronology is totally off by a couple hundred years, mm-hmm. I mean they were Canaanites, so they were intermixed with giants. Yes, mm-hmm. but again, no measurements on the hands. Yeah, so nobody knows. We have no idea. Large to very large. I mean. I have what's considered a medium hand. That's the size glove I wear is a medium. So my hand is a medium, and I can palm a basketball. So large to very large. You're talking like Shaq 
or maybe like mm, I don't know Julia Roberts type hands. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying. Oh. They said large Julian hands. Julian Roberts. Julia Robert. Julia Roberts straight up and down torso and Adam's apple. Right, double pronged Adam's apple and that tie. She again her 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 high school senior picture. She looks like any any guitar player from any hair band in the eighties. Yeah, but pretty woman, right? Yeah, right, pretty woman. Yeah. Yes, pretty woman. That's the yeah. Answer. This anyway. This one, I want to. I want to see what comes out of this. Uh, if there's any more detail on this, because we have pictures here of yes, hands, but yeah, no measurements, anything. They're large. Okay, well, why are we supposed to assume that they're giants? Well, it's certainly interesting. Some of them are no. very large, Reinhardt. They said very large, large to very large. I wear XL gloves when I work in the warehouse. Like, <laughs> I'm not a giant. You wear XL gloves? I've shaken your hand. Your hands aren't XLs. Yeah, I wear yeah. XLs. Really? Huh. Yeah. That's, huh. Hmm. Huh. I, I don't think I have big hands. No, I've seen I dudes, that wear, dudes that wear extra large gloves at work are like big fucking meat hook type hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they're I mean, paws, if, you know? If you have a, we call them paws at that size, you know? I mean, if they're the neoprene gloves, you you wear the extra large, like you'd wear larger gloves than your hands because you don't want them like sticking to your hands when your hands start sweating. Yeah. Yeah, but like the extra large, they feel comfy. They fit just fine. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah, Extra large gloves. But that's the thing. I don't have extra large hands. Right. So. What are they? How tall were these guys? You're right. supposed to be able to look at a foot or a hand, if archaeology is to be believed, and be able to tell exactly how tall somebody was. Right. Right. But they're not. No, they so, I'll be watching this one. I want, I want to see if there's more detail well, that comes I out mean, in the coming the weeks. Fact that, the fact that it was from strangesounds.org kind of leads me Hang to believe on. that kind of leads me to believe there won't be a follow-up. I, yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Well, yeah, whatever. Anyway, so we're wind, we're gonna wind this one down. Uh, we are we are at the two hour mark. Thank you everybody for joining us live on Pilled Odyssey and D Live. Thank you everybody who donated to the show tonight. We really appreciate it. Uh, we have oh wow, there's clean water and sea of girl. Oh okay, we got the dragon slayers of faking gay up. We love you guys. Yeah, I love you too, bro. It's awesome. Hello, brothers. Good to hear you live again. I'm busy most days, but love to catch you on the replays. Is the merch ready yet? Yes. DissidentApparel.com. Buy our shirts. Yes. Just go to Paranormies.com, and we have a Dissident Apparel tab right in there. And we will... Okay, so they want somebody wants to dive on Tex Mars. I think that's a that might be a good idea. When they do like a... Maybe like an hour thing about that. What do you think? Yeah, we could do that. I like Tex Mars. I'm pretty sure... If I'm thinking it's the same guy, he's like the uh, conspiracy preacher, right? Like the Zion. Yes, he's the guy who does like six-hour streams talking about uh, demonic possession in the church. Yes. There you go. There we go. All right. So, Well, we are going to have a Necronormicon for you listening to the podcast. And for all of you listening live, thank you for joining us. We really appreciate you. Uh, we will see you next week right here on Pilled, DLive, and Odyssey. And we'll be back this weekend with a great show. I'm telling you, it's going to be phenomenal. People, will be, Hose will be mad, but Hose is mad 24 7. 
Got to tell you, it's going to be ex- it's going to be explosive. It, yes, very explosive. Thank you, Dogbot. I mean, um, you won't be able to touch it. It's going to be radioactive. All right, all right, Dogbot. That's that's enough tips, hints. Stop, please. Um, it was a fun one. It was a fun one. It'll be it'll be up Saturday, as usual. Yeah, and Saturday. next, yeah, that's that's a great one. We might just. I don't know, man. I don't, that's going to be one of those. It's going to be hard to top. But right, it's going it to be so big. It's going to wipe oh. cities off the map. Stop it, Ned. Leave something to the imagination. Like seriously. All right, we're going to get out of here. And uh, yeah, check out uh, check out what is the uh, check out Billy Corn Pop's interview with me on YouTube and. Um, You'll learn some stuff. Trust me. All right. We're going to get out of here. We'll see you this weekend. Later. Time travel makes you gay. The Coming Insurrection by the Invisible Committee. Fourth Circle. More simple. More fun. More mobile. More secure. We've heard enough about the city and the country, particularly about the supposed ancient opposition between the two. From up close or from afar, what surrounds us looks nothing like that. It's one single urban cloth, without form or order, a bleak zone, endless and undefined, a global continuum of museum-like hypercenters and natural parks, of enormous suburban housing developments and massive agricultural projects industrial zones and subdivisions, country inns and trendy bars, the metropolis. Certainly the ancient city existed, as did the cities of medieval and modern times, but there is no such thing as a metropolitan city. All territory is subsumed by the metropolis. Everything occupies the same space, if not geographically, then through the intermeshing of its networks. It's because the city has finally disappeared that it has now become fetishized as history. The factory buildings of Lille become concert halls. The rebuilt concrete core of Le Havre is now a UNESCO World Heritage Site. In Beijing, the hutongs surrounding the Forbidden City were demolished, replaced by fake versions, placed a little farther out, on display for sightseers. In Troyes, they paced half-timber facades onto cinderblock buildings, a type of pastiche that resembles the Victorian shops at Disneyland Paris more than anything else. The old historic centers, once hotbeds of revolutionary sedition, are now wisely integrated into the organizational diagram of the metropolis. They've been given over to tourism and conspicuous consumption, they are the fairy tale commodity islands propped up by their expos and decorations, and by force if necessary. The oppressive sentimentality of every Christmas village is offset by ever more security guards and city patrols. Control has a wonderful way of integrating itself into the commodity landscape, showing its authoritarian face to anyone who wants to see it. It's an age of fusions of Muzak telescoping police batons and cotton candy equal parts police surveillance and enchantment this taste for the authentic and for the control that goes along with it 
accompanies the petty bourgeoisie in its colonization of working class neighborhoods. Pushed out of the city centers, they find on the frontiers the kind of neighborhood feeling they missed in the prefab houses of suburbia by chasing out the poor people, the cars, and the immigrants by making it tidy and getting rid of all the germs. The petty bourgeoisie wipes out the very thing it came looking for. A police officer and a garbage man shake hands in a picture on a town billboard and the slogan reads, Montauban, clean city. The same sense of decency that obliges urbanists to stop speaking of the city, which they destroyed, and instead talk of the urban, should compel them also to drop country, since it no longer exists. The uprooted and stressed out masses are instead shown a countryside, a vision of the past that's easy to stage now that the country folk have been so depleted. It is a marketing campaign deployed on a territory in which everything must be valorized or reconstituted as national heritage. Everywhere it's the same chilling void, reaching into the even most remote and rustic corners. The metropolis is the simultaneous death of city and country. It is the crossroads where all the petty bourgeoisie come together, in the middle of this middle class that stretches out indefinitely, as much a result of rural flight as of urban sprawl. To cover the planet with glass would fit perfectly the cynicism of contemporary architecture. A school, a hospital, or a media center are all variations on the same theme. Transparency, neutrality, uniformity, these massive, fluid buildings are conceived without any need to know what they will house. They could be here as much as anywhere else. There still remains some fragments of the city and some traces of the country caught up in the metropolitan mesh. But vitality has taken up quarters in the so-called problem neighborhoods. It's a paradox that places thought to be the most uninhabitable turn out to be the only ones still in some way inhabited. The old squatted shack still feels more lived in than so-called luxury apartments where it is only possible to set down the furniture and get the decor just right while waiting for the next move. Within many of today's megalopolises, the shanty towns are the last living and livable areas. Also, of course, the most deadly. They are the flip side of the electronic decor of the global metropolis. The dormitory towers in the suburbs north of Paris, abandoned by a petty bourgeoisie that went off hunting for swimming pools, have been brought back to life by mass unemployment and now radiate more energy than the Latin Quarter. In words, as much as fire. The conflagration of November 2005 was not a result of extreme dispossession, as it is often portrayed. It was, on the contrary, a complete possession of a territory. People can burn cars because they are pissed off, but to keep the riots going for a month while keeping the police in check? To do that, you have to know how to organize and to have to establish complicities. You have to know the terrain perfectly and to share a common language and a common enemy. Mile after mile and week after week, the fire spread. New blazes responded to the original ones, appearing where they were least expected. The grapevine can't be wiretapped. <laughs>